You're listening to Malta Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. 28 minutes to 9 p.m. This beautiful night, beautiful evening. Let's once again welcome our wonderful listeners of Radio Al-Ansar International, our wonderful listeners of Sirius FM, and our wonderful listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Remember, if you have any questions, you know our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Plus 2784-786-3132. What's that the listener wants to know? When making dhikr, must we only use our right hand fingers or can we use both hands, Ustad? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The hadith in Abu Dawood, Bil Yadil Yumna, and mean the right hand. And Kana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yuhibbu tayamuna fi shanihi kulli. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam loved the right hand. So we will say desirable better is you reading tasbih, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar. So better on the right hand, but if you use the left hand, totally permissible, not makru or anything. So if you got the choice, better on the right hand, but you read on both hands, that's very good. Both fingers, both hands, all will give testimony and bear shahadat and give witness on the day of justice. You read in Surah Yasin. وَتُكَلِّمُنَا أَيْدِيهِمْ وَتَشْهَدُ أَرْجُلُهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ That the hands and the feet all will be speaking and giving testimony. So therefore, we should do it on both hands, but start with the right and give preference to the right. Let's go overseas, Ustad. Is it allowed in Islam to vaccinate your child from birth? Ustad, anonymous. Remember that today I just heard the BBC news before I come down here. So, you know, they have news every half an hour. So I said before Isha, let me just listen to the news on the radio, you know, BBC News. So they said that the WHO, you know WHO, World Health Organization. It's better they should change their name to World Hell Organization (laughs) because they're sending the people to hell actually. So you look at the whole COVID, everything is coming out now. And remember that if some of you want, I'm sure you got it already, that the whole thing was manipulated by the Jews. And they were the people who have dual citizenship, dual passports, nationality. They are American and Israeli Jew. American, Israeli Jew, and so forth and so on. So this whole vaccine thing is a big, it wasn't a pandemic, it was a pandemic and a scamdemic. Now listen, currently what they are saying. Who World Health Organization? I call them World Health Organization. Only idiots will believe what they say. You can quote me anywhere on all these issues here. I challenge how many doctors, all of them who were for, they're all keeping quiet now. They used to tell me, don't you feel you must keep quiet and so forth. Now when I show them all the evidence, mm. all quiet. Not one can speak, you must remember. Mufatias, they were taking money and taking kickback, some of them. I don't say all, but how? 100% some of them, 100% Mufatiyas, taking money and all that, just writing covert, covert and making money out of that. So now the World Health Organization, you must remember what they say, 
that the children must take vaccine. Why? This vaccine is very, very effective and people must take vaccine because anti-malaria. You see, the first one, they got caught out with their pants down. So now the politicians and the big, big countries, they want again. So again, they will use Africa. You know, they charge South Africa more than they charge the European countries because they know that our people are corrupt. Today, I sent out on all the groups in Telegram, South Africa, and this article appeared in the news papers that justice malala or whatever so you must remember that broad light stealing and so forth because they know they're going to lose and so forth so now they're just filling their pockets left right and center so you must remember all these vaccines all haram and not permissible you must never give they got there already people who took the pfizer vaccine people who took the johnson vaccine people took the something and something will happen later on in your life and you will not be able to function properly. You can see how many thousands of people are impacted negatively already and so forth. So I met a doctor now in my trip to Durban. Mm. He's a big short doctor, not an ordinary GP, a big, big specialist and so forth. He said, you know what? I was listening to your program and I was going to the masjid and remember my health 100%, but just one month or two months or whatever, few months before that, I took a vaccine because we in the medical fraternity, we had to take and so forth. And then he said, while driving and listen to your program for your time. So I got a heart attack. This the doctor told me himself. So you must remember these things here. Yeah. So they will definitely negative impact on you and so forth. Our fatwa is all this haram and not permissible. The person who did the greatest work in South Africa, maybe in the world also, mm-hmm. regarding this vaccine is Hazrat Mohana A.S. Desai Ahmad Sadiq Desai Sab Hafizullah. Just go to the Majlis website and just press vaccine and all the articles will come that he wrote and he wrote and he gave you the sources as well so that is our fatwa stay away from these mm. things there it's got nothing to do with your health of your, yourself or your children it's got to do with manipulation they want to control us they want to make us zombies they don't want we must have critical thinking so we can expose <laughs> the Americanos and we can exp- expose NATO and Israel and all these true terrorists and so forth. Therefore, we like Putin. Putin is a big harami, remember that. He won't think twice of putting a bullet through you. <laughs> and therefore, we like him. You understood? So, when he puts that, he got his army there. See, he told Sunak already. Mm-hmm. You, Sunak, I'll send you back to India and gone. You won't know what's coming to you. Bring your troops inside Ukraine and we will start World War Three and see what happens to you. So that is the language you must speak. Not these Arab guys and Muslim countries, puppets and so forth, bootlickers. You have to be tough and strong and you know you got your nuclear, you got your submarines and the whole world fears that. So you must remember our fatwa regarding vaccines, haram, not permit. And these Molvis who are promoting it and all, you must charge them actually. You must remember. Sure. That yes, a class action is needed, but you know, you need big money and all this. I spoke to our lawyers why we don't go for class action, you must against these doctors and more reasons. 
Say a lot of money involved and so forth. <laughs> so remember that we will name them and shame them still. We name many of them still more to come, inshallah. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Wasala Sid is a sister from Bosmol. She says, please move this up forward. One of the lawyer's numbers, please. Jazakallah khair. Allah reward you abundantly, Ustad. We don't, the lawyers don't do free of charge. Nobody is there for pro bono. You must remember that they're going to charge and everything. You mustn't think that if I take their name, they're going to do free of charge. No lawyer does free of charge. They all charge. Yes, if something to do with Islam and so forth, you must remember they want to close our mosque or they're applying for a mosque and people are protesting and so forth. So those type of things, some lawyers, they render their services pro bono free of charge. But there's no sense I give you a number and say, AK said that you're going to help me free of charge. It's not going to happen like that. Somebody says I'm on a Umrah group, Ustad, and someone asks this question. Please advise uh, it says, is it better to make more Umrah or more Tawaf while in Makkah, Ustad? Yesterday, during the Q&A in the afternoon, also this question came with Hafiz Wadi and myself. So I mentioned it, no problem. There are new listeners every night and every program. So we repeat it. We agree and say this consensus, Kathratul Tawaf, to make more Tawaf is better than Kathratul Umrah. Why? That is Tawaf better? Because he, Habibuna, Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Man tawfa bil bayti khamsina mar whosoever performs 50 five zero tawaf then a kharajamin dunubihi he comes out of his vices and sins kayomin waladatu ummuhu like the day his biological mother gave birth to him the hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif so therefore you came from Medina you came from your country South Africa went via Cairo via Dubai via Qatar and Doha and what have you or Addis Ababa and then you perform Umrah so it's finished if you want to make one more Umrah go to Tan'im Majid Aisha or go to Jirana and then from there you make a Umrah and thereafter all the other days you make Tawaf 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 so your aim should be 50 Tawaf so instead of wasting time by the mall and pole and mazars and bazaar and all that so remember that so you should be going there and making more and more Tawaf so that is what we should be doing I've got a Sister Sharma, she says, good evening to you. Uh, Does Islam pose a threat to the French way of life? Why or why not? I'm Sharma. Please answer me, Ustad. My sister Sharma, you are very naive, my sister. You don't understand history, nor do you understand geography. We have to take Macron and every French leader and hang them in public. <laughs> Why? Because you must remember, they are the people, the super terrorists, the colonizers, that, that what they did there in the Muslim countries, Algeria, that they occupied it for 130 years. Tunisia, they occupied it for 75 years. They murdered our people. They raped our women. They looted the country and stole the resources. And today they want to come and tell us Muslims are a threat for them. Therefore, me personally, if I can meet the generals in the army, I will salute them and shake their hands with two hands. Whether it is of Mali or whether it's Burkina Faso or whether it's Niger, you did very good. You kicked out the French and Macron knows he lost that battle and he cannot get over it. So my sister, don't come and tell us about France versus Islam. You must remember this, this Macron, when they were making cartoons against 
against the Prophet, peace be upon him, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi He knows how sensitive it is. He said, no, freedom of speech, speech, freedom of expression, the harami, the, the shaitan, the Satan said. When the people called him Hitler, then he wanted to charge them and take them to court. Me, I call him harami. You know what the meaning of harami? Harami means a bee. I call him Hitler. Let's see what he can do. You must remember that we should hang the whole lot of them. <laughs> that is Islamic justice, my sister. You want to still talk? Ask your next question. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. Ustaz, I wanted to know if it is a sunnah to read Surah Kafirun and Surah Ikhlas in the two sunnah of Fajr, two sunnah of Dhar, and two in the Maghrib Salah. Ustaz, Remember, in the sunnahs of Fajr, 100% is sunnah. Last week or so, I mentioned a hadith. You know, every day I send out a hadith from Ibn Majah. Allah reward my brother, Mona Ahmad Dokrat, Hafidullah, his day in the Haramain Sharifain. So I sent out that Habibuna, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is to read it and praise it, Ni'mati Suratan, that these are the best surahs to read, Kul Yal Kafirun, and Kul Wallahu Had, after Surah Fatiha in your Fajr Salat the Sunnah after Maghrib you read Zuhur time no is not proven authentic Hadith you must remember that but if you read it is no problem but Fajr time in the Sunnah Maghrib time in the Sunnah 100% so yes and what is the rationale do you ever think what is the rationale Fajr time the day is starting Ya Allah I am reading Kulyar Kafirun why? Because you said La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah meaning فَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بِالطَّاهُوتِ فَيُؤْمِنْ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدِسْ تَمْسَكَ بِالْأُرْوَةِ الْهُثْقَى Chapter 2, Surah Baqarah, verse 256. First is negation. Our kalima formula, negation. La ilaha illallah. There is no deity, there is none worthy of worship except Allah, Jalla wa Allah. And Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, Rasulullah, sallallahu sallam, was, is the final messenger for all times, all places. Then comes about Iman So first rakat, first unat We do refutation, rejection We reject everybody, everything beside you I'll never worship what you are worshipping. Your idols and worshipping Jesus and worshipping this one and that one, the animals and what have you. So we reject it absolutely, totally. Second rakat, affirmation. Now the night has started, again we do that. Rejection and then affirmation after Surah Fatiha. That is the beauty of Salat. Why is Salat called Salat? It is the link and the connection and the nexus between servant, slave and Almighty Allah. People don't read Salat properly today. They read four rakats in one minute, two minutes. That's not Salat. That type of Salat will be thrown back in our faces, remember that. Mm. We must read Salat, chapter 23, verse 2. That when you read Salat, you must read with devotion, concentration, show humility to all. Somebody says, how can Mufti A.K. say it's not permissible for women to attend Islamic talks at the local masjid at night? This is ilm. And what about the Sahabia? This is a sheikh from Cape Town. Please go and check your kitabs, Ustad. 
Sheikh, you want to tell me your wife, your sister, and all of them, you want to make chaos of them, analogy of them with, with the Sahabiyat? You see how <laughs> foolish that is, Sheikh? So you must remember, Ya Nisa and Nabi, Lastunnaka Ahadim Minan Nisa. Oh, you, the honorable wives of Mustafa, you're not like any other lady. Almighty is telling you, you must remember that in the Quran, that Surah 33, verse 33. Women, you must stay at home. That's the place for women, not running around here, daytime, nighttime, go to this masjid, that masjid, totally not permissible. Any sheikh can say permissible, we reject it. I give you Dalail Sheikh on Splatni on the Pocketni Sheikh. You want to debate? I'll give you debate. I give you with references. Umme Humaid Asaidiya is Sahabiya. She comes to Mustafa Rasulullah and says, Ya Rasulullah, I want to perform Salat in Masjid Nabawi behind you, O Mustafa. He, Habibuna Rahmatulil Alameen says, You know your house, it's got three parts. If you read Salat in front, day in your house, it's better than reading Salat behind me in Masjid Nabawi. You read in the middle, you'll get more reward. You read Fiqari Baitik, right at the back of your home, you will get the optimum, maximum reward. <laughs> Sheikh, I don't know if you have the kitab or not, but you can Google it. Tarheeb wa Tarheeb, and this is done with the way the hadith is done by Sheikh Albani. And he said, Hadithun Sahihun, I have a copy of it. So you can go refer to that. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi in Khairul Qurun, the golden era, is telling the woman, you don't come daytime, nighttime to my masjid, you read Salat at home, and you get much more reward. One dalil. Mm. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu an faqihu hadhil ummah. When some of the women used to come to the masjid for Jummah and so forth, they used to take pebbles and throw, go back to your home. Go back to your home. There's no place for you here in this masjid. That are sahaba. You mustn't quote out of context. You must remember that. Sheikh, I ask you one question. Take Cape Town, take any part of the world. If you allow women to come out, 80%, 90%, they will put makeup, they'll put perfume, they'll put lipstick, they'll put dubstick, and you know much more cook sisters and a lot of things will go on. So what will happen? Ida kharajatil mar'a. When a woman leaves a home and she has perfume and so forth and so on, and she passes the men, you got women's classes there. When they come out in the parking, the men and women all laughing, giggling and all that. So what you talking? She's an adulteress. You got it, Sheikh? Now you must come with dalail and break all these dalail here. It's not permissible for women according to all four schools. <laughs> you must remember that you're not honest. You'll make the people fools. That you'll give them half truth and half lies. And remember, therefore, you've got so much mix up there. You must remember that <laughs> with your chicken story and other stories. So you must remember for women, you got all the gadgets today. You got your Bilal receiver. You got your dust receiver. You got mics. They can listen to all the talks. How the women, millions of them, thousands of them are listening to us now. How? 
So what is the radio? So remember that. So use all this live streaming and that in the comfort of their home so they can listen. Nobody is depriving them of knowledge. We're giving them the maximum knowledge. But within the framework of the Sharia, what you are promoting is shaitaniyat and against the Sharia. So that is what we are telling you. Sheikh says a taqwa how now is that? You see, when you can't answer Sheikh, I mark your moi circumcised. Yes, ni moi ka circumcised ni Sheikh. You have a drunk net listen to this one we notice in many masjids that the brothers from the tabligh jamaat sprung to have kitab reading they have made it like a like a fard musallis are still reading their sunnats and nafil and these brothers come to the front this action puts pressure on the person performing his ibadah to rush and finish his prayer if you advise them they live they label you as anti-jamaat ustad remember yeah there are three issues issue number one is you must go to the origin. Hazrat Mona Ilyas, he started this work of Dawat and Tabligh in 1925-1926 day in Delhi, Mewat, in those areas. If you take Islamically, approximately now plus minus 100 years, right? Number two is this, that what is the purpose of it? We calling it Tabligh, Jamaat, and so forth. It is Islah. That is, we go to become better Muslim, practical Muslim, and other people benefiting all that. That was the secondary issue. The primary issue was this. So that's the second thing we must understand. Third thing, this is true, what you are saying. What is true, we must speak about it. So you must remember that. So the truth must always be spoken. But you can't label everybody. That's wrong on your part to say all these tablikis are like that. That's wrong. So you must say some brothers, they do that. And I stopped them. So you must remember that just yesterday, they had ta'aleem after asr. And that one brother, he read the name of Imam Bukhari's teacher wrong. So I told all of them, stop here now after the ta'aleem. Let me teach you one lesson. That the name of Imam Bukhari's teacher is Ishaq bin Rahaway. They announced, and the spelling also was wrong in the book there. So some Pakistani or they translated it. So and it's a little bit not so clear that also. So Ishaq bin Rahaway, Imam Ishaq bin Rahaway, he told his students, "I want one of you. You must write a compilation on Hadith." And you must only compile a hadith, a sahiyah, authentic hadith. Allah Jalla Wala chose Amirul Mu'minin fil hadith, Imam Muhammad bin Ismail al-Bukhari, rahimahullah. Then he wrote Sahihul Bukhari. It took him 16 years and so forth and so on. And they appreciated it so much. So what we must do is they don't come and attack all the tablikis. What work they did, me and you, and no Molvi, no Darulum, no Sheikh, no Mufti, can do. <laughs> Go and travel the world. I travel so many countries and I saw what they did. Not thousand, not hundred thousand, millions of people have changed their lives for the better and so forth. But sometimes you get some brothers, they overzealous and so forth. So now while we're reading Salat and so forth, so then they just start the Talim. That's wrong. You must remember that. There to disturb people who are reading Salat because you want to make Talim, that's wrong. You must wait for them or read and choose at such a time like when everybody is finished like after Asr is perfect after Fajr is perfect but they want to do it after Maghrib because there's a big crowd or after Isha and then they want to do it quickly, quickly that's wrong you must remember that Islam teaches us authentic hadith mentioned in by Imam Malik and Mustafa 
sallallahu alayhi wasallam said and the hadith in Muttamalik la dharara wa la dirar don't cause harm to yourself don't cause harm to others so you must wait and thereafter otherwise you go you have a separate classroom or separate corner go there so where you won't disturb the muswallis and so forth so that point we take but you don't paint everybody with the same brush that is wrong on your part so said where in the quran reference to Yabasitu is found to start. So you must remember that. Go read Quran chapter 7, verse 180. So all Mithya Allah, Jalla Wala teaches us, Walillahil Asma'ul Husna, Fad'uhu Biha. Chapter 7, verse 180. 180. Allah Jalla Wala has wonderful, beautiful names. So invoke and call Almighty Allah by His beautiful names. And then Almighty Allah states, Inna Allah yabsutu rizqa Allah Ta'ala increases the risk for whosoever He wishes. So yabsutu to increase. Wallahu yakbitu wa yabsutu. Allah decreases, Allah increases. So read Ya Basitu, Ya Basitu. Allah will increase. But you must read your five daily salat. You must, your income must be halal. Not only you want barakat in your shop and business, but you don't want to read salat. You're not worried about halal and haram. So that obviously doesn't work that way. And read every day the 99 names of Almighty Allah. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Man you memorize the 99 names of Allah you will enter paradise and you look inside and you read so it will take you 3, 4, 5 minutes maximum and then make dua duas are accepted the hadith in Muslim the Ahmad duas are accepted and look inside and read also hadith in Tirmidhi when you read it so Allah will enter you into Jannah so wherever you have problems husband, wife, brothers sisters, family, now people are upset, read ya wa do do ya wa do do, people's business is going down, read ya basitu ya basitu ya mm. razaku ya razak so many people are ill and sick and so forth, just now to, after salat and that somebody told me that somebody is very ill and sick and what have you, so I said read ya salamu ya salamu so every name, Mubarak name of Almighty Allah has great power in it and great impact and effect in it. Mm. Was that, uh, before we go for our interview, it says that some Arab ulama, they do not recognize Imam Abu Hanifa in the Hanafi madhab. Very strange, you start. So remember, any person who says that, who adallu min himari ahli, mm. that's the word Sheikh Islam Ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah, used to use for idiots and fools. So any Arab ulama or any alim, remember, he wants to attack Imam Abu Hanifa or Imam Shafi or Imam Malik or Imam Ahmed. Sheikh islam Ibn Taymiyyah, rahimullah, wrote a book which I have, Raf'ul Malam, an a'immatil a'alam. There is no blame on the imams for all the verdicts they have passed. They took their verdicts from Quran Sharif. They took from Sunnah Mubarakah, the ahadis that reached them. Some ahadis didn't reach them, that we all agree on that. They took their verdict from Sahaba and they applied ijtihad and so forth, independent, you must remember that, how they derived the laws and so forth. So to say you don't, well, Sheikh uh, Usama Khayyat, maybe about three, four months ago, because 
videos for past 20 years and more with Allah's help I'm translating khutbah from Makkah so remember he took every imam's name Imam Abu Hanifa Imam Malik Imam Shafi Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal and so forth so you must remember that come I teach you something that these people are jahil people who make statements like this. See, I show you. Lawlal isnad. Laqala man amasha. If you don't have a chain, you will say whatever you want to. Abdullah Mubarak said that. Imam Bukhari is the student of Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal. Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal is a student of who? So you must remember Imam Shafi'i. Imam Shafi'i is the student of who? Imam Malik and Imam Muhammad bin Hassan Shaybani. Imam Muhammad bin Hassan Shaybani is the student of Imam Abu Hanifa. So what you will say? So he's the Ustad, Ustad, Ustad of all. So yeah, jahil people, adullu min himari early. They're like donkeys who say these kind of things. Yeah, remember that. Nine o'clock, uh, sports on. We're going to go, inshallah, for our Isha Azan. When we come back, we will continue with the Q&A. Stay tuned.